Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning! Diarrhea! It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Come on! Oh, yeah. Let's go. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the pregame show. As always, I'm your host, Joe Spadoni. Hope you all had a beautiful, lovely, terrific weekend. It was hot out there. My God. A little preview of summer? Jesus. Let's get into the 80s in Oakland. Went to the beach. That was nice. All that rain seems so far gone. I hope I didn't just jinx myself. Let's knock on wood here. There we go. But you all know the drill. It's Monday. Who are the MVPs? Who's your MVP of this weekend? Could be sports-related, could not be sports-related. Hey, listen, shout out the missus. She had to carry a baby for a damn near a mile and a half because I parked on the wrong side of this uh, parking-slash-trail-slash-park thing. We're going to this children's park over in uh, Berkeley, and I uh, <laughs> went the wrong way. So we ended up walking about a mile and a half, and then halfway through it, she's like, yeah, can't carry this baby anymore. So shout out the missus. She was the MVP yesterday. Your MVP could be, well, Harrison Barnes if you're a Warriors fan. Oh, boy, Harrison Barnes. Twenty Shades of 2016. Need I say more? Game on the line. Win it. That, got, that must have felt so good if he had made that. But he didn't. And, you know, it just kind of reinforced all those things that Warriors fans said about him for so long couldn't make the shots when it mattered most and he couldn't make the biggest one yesterday as the Warriors hang on to win 126 125 they even up this series 888-957-9570 that's the number if you would like to give us a call if you'd like to text it's the same number 888-957-9570 Comcast business text line text on in YouTube and Twitch we are up and running on there just search 95.7 The Game in that search bar. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. And that was in a good one. Now, not happened this morning. My uh, lips aren't wet enough to get the uh, high pitch of the tweet in there, but you get what I'm saying. 888-957-9570. We just got to start. I said it on Friday, and I'm standing by it. If the Kings wanted to win this series, they had to have won yesterday. Harrison Barnes needed to make that shot. He didn't, and it's night-night for them. I'll tell you why. You're up 2-0 on this team. And granted, the Warriors, they struggle on the road all season. And hell, will they lose come Wednesday at, what is it, 7 o'clock, 7.30, whatever it is, up at Golden 1? They might. I'm not betting on it, though. 
This is now a three-game series. This is a three-game series against the defending NBA champions. And unfortunately for the Sacramento Kings, their best player, or player 1A, 1B, whatever you want to call him, he's a non-factor. DeMontis Sabonis is a non-factor now in this series. And listen, you can say that for a bunch of guys every other game, but throughout this series, Sabonis is just, other than getting Draymond ejected, and Draymond brought that upon himself, we know all that, but baiting him. But other than doing that, what has he done? What has the impact of a DeMontis Sabonis been on this series? I've seen more impact at times, and I can't believe I'm saying this, from Alex Len, the backup center. He's getting 10 minutes here and there. I get it. He's not playing the 37 that Sabonis played yesterday. But the indecision from a DeMontis Sabonis, the ability of a Kavon Looney and a Draymond Green when guarding him. And you look at the final stat line and might say, oh, well, Spadoni, Sabonis is 7 to 13, 14 points, 7 boards, 8 assists. Guys all over the place. Yeah, just use your eyes. That guy's not beating the Warriors. It's Darren Fox. That's the dude. And he almost, he almost brought them back. He needed one more bucket, but got the switch. Got an open Harrison Barnes, feed it to him. I guess they'll say they'll take that shot nine times out of ten. But if I'm the Kings, and I'm a Kings fan this morning, that shot has got to be either Deion Fox or Malik Monk. It's got to be one of those two guys, am I right? Like Harrison Barnes, he was 3 of 11 yesterday. Oh, and Deion Fox wasn't the greatest shooting performance. 14 of 31, he was a high-volume shooter. But more often than not, I mean, the guy just won the Clutch Player of the Year, the inaugural award. He needs to shoot that ball. Whether it's running and they doubled him, and credit to the Warriors, Steve Kerr, that coaching staff, they got the look they wanted, they made Harrison Barnes shoot it. But if you're De'Aaron Fox, you had Malik Monk right open to your right. Instead, it was Harrison Barnes, clanks it, night-night. Series is tied, two games apiece, heading back to Sacramento, and I just think Sacramento's... You know, shot their wad, if you will. They're up 2-0. They needed to get at least one of these games to win this series, in my opinion. Now it's a three-game series against the defending champs, whose confidence is now back, whose swagger is now back. Yeah. I don't think they're winning this series. Let me know if I'm wrong. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Warriors taking out the Kings. 126-125. couple of the high scores there. Stephen Curry dropping 32. And... <laughs> Steph Curry, oh my god. That may have been the last final minute I have seen from a superstar in the NBA in quite some time. Now, it didn't end up costing them. They ended up winning the game, so we're not talking about Steph today. But oh my god, Stephen freaking Curry. We all know the play we're talking about, and let's hear it from Tim Roy right here on 95.7 The Game, how it sounded yesterday. Curry in the backcourt. Called timeout. He called timeout. It's a technical foul. He didn't know they were out of timeouts. Can this game get any crazier? Can this game get any crazier? That's the last minute. I was like, this is a five-point lead. The Warriors aren't losing this game. And then Steph does the unthinkable. Just listen to, to Tim Roy one more time. Tim doesn't do this that often. He was shocked. Curry in the backcourt. Called timeout. He called timeout. It's a technical foul. He didn't know they were out of timeouts. Can this game get any crazier? No. Could not have. Because then they make the free throw. 
Then they get the ball back. And then De'Aaron Fox does this. Two-hand toss, cross-court to Fox. Running start on Draymond. Takes a three off the dribble. It's up and good! It's a one-point game! One-point game, and they get the ball back, which sets us up for De'Aaron Fox getting the ball and wasting way too much clock, by the way. I don't know what the Kings were thinking. De'Aaron Fox wasted so much time where, turns out, that was kind of the game right there. De'Aaron Fox wasting about, what was it, seven or eight seconds just bringing the ball up court slowly. I know he wanted to milk the clock, but my God, run a play, run something. Get open, get in a one-on-one situation. It gave the Warriors time to double him up, which freed up Harrison Barnes, yeah, but you want De'Aaron Fox making that shot. Anyways, here's Tim Roy. What a finish to this game. Win or lose, it'll be talked about for a long time. Barnes will throw it in. Slaps the ball. Fox goes to the backcourt to get it. He's not in a hurry. Dribbles it up. They're going to try to get the ball out of his hands. Fox dribbles at the logo. Spins on. Runs into Draymond. Pass over to Barnes. Barnes for three. No good. Buzzer south. The Warriors escape for the win. Final score. Golden State 126. Sacramento 125. The great Tim Roy right here on 95.7 The Game calling that. And yeah, they escaped. They escaped, and it's a 2-2 series. And now you go up to Sacramento with a chance. If you get that one, it's it feels like it's over. It's a must-win for Sac. I said it was a must-win yesterday for him. They wanted to win this series. Sacramento Kings needed to win yesterday. They didn't, and it's the Warriors to lose now. I truly believe that. You know, you're going to hear a lot of people on the station today, I believe, probably say, you know what, there's no momentum in basketball. There's no momentum. No, there is. In basketball, there is. I don't believe that in, like, baseball. Momentum is good as your next day's starting pitcher, right? That's the old saying. But in basketball, there's absolutely momentum. You cannot tell me with the Kings fans that their booties aren't tightening today. They were feeling themselves last week. They were up 2-0. They're feeling themselves. We heard we had all the callers. We had callers calling in under aliases from different states for some reason just to talk smack. It's like, hey, listen, Kings fans, we'll welcome you here on the station. Hell, call in right now, 888-957-9570. You don't have to be secretive. You're not, it's not like you're from New York City. You're from damn near an hour away, hour and a half, whatever, 90-minute drive. You can call in. It's okay. But they were calling in. They were feeling themselves. How are they feeling this morning? Are they feeling like, oh, you know what? We should have won that game. It was there on a platter. But you didn't. The Warriors tried to give you that game away in the last minute. And you couldn't take it from them. They tried to give it away. With literally one of the worst final minutes I've ever seen from a team. Stephen Curry, one of the greatest players, top 10 player of all time, calls a timeout. He pulled a Chris Webber. Pulled a Michigan. Chris Webber at Michigan. You didn't have it. And then Fox makes it. They get the ball back, hits the three, get the ball back with way too much time on the clock. Somehow milk it for some reason. They miss it. Credit Steph Curry. Again, I'm seeing that from the text line. It wasn't the worst final minute of all time from a superstar because Steph actually played some good defense at the end. He double teamed him. They were opportunistic. I think that was more bad offense. I don't know what De'Aaron Fox is doing there. But credit to Steph there. Did his thing. They got the job done. So how are we feeling, Golden State Warriors fans? Are you feeling like this this series is in the bag now? After being down 2-0, holding serve at home, going back to sack, 
How confident are you feeling about this team advancing to the second round? 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. It is an MVP Monday. Who was your MVP of the sports weekend? I'm sure we're going to get a lot of Harrison Barnes. Steph Curry, obviously. doesn't have to be this one. It could be personal. I said it was the misses for carrying the little baby. Could be Anthony Edwards last night in overtime as the Timberwolves are not going to get swept. Anthony Edwards, how much do you have? 30 plus? There we go. 34 points for Anthony Edwards in a must win situation for the Minnesota Timberwolves. So they hang on there. Some other news and notes around the NBA. MVP? Well, the LVP, and that's kind of tongue in cheek, we've been doing this too. The least valuable player, Dylan Brooks. Talk about getting punked over the weekend. Poke the bear? Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yikes. Going for the nuts to LeBron, too. Getting ejected. What a weekend for Dylan Brooks. Talk smack, gets ejected, and now they're down 2-1 in that series as they play again tonight, I believe, 7.30, Lakers and Grizzlies. Lakers to looking to take a 3-1 series lead there. Stephen Curry on what happened on that final timeout. Steph, what went through your mind there? I knew we challenged, but I didn't realize when we lost the challenge that we didn't have any timeouts left. I know Coach mentioned he took the blame for it. As I ain't going to lie. I thought it was the smartest play in the world. Uh, when I got the ball, turned around, saw a trap. There was no real outlets instead of turning it over. It's kind of the uh, the heady play, but it turned out not to be. I looked over at the bench, and everybody was shaking their head. <laughs> so it was an unfortunate situation in that respect, but... Good learning lesson. Thankfully, we, we came away with the win, but good learning lesson on how important all those details are. We know it, but knowing timeouts, knowing the situation, it was just an unfortunate sequence right there. Very unfortunate, but it doesn't end up costing them. Listen, Steph's one of the greatest of all time. He's top 10 player of all time. Hell, once this runs over, if he wins another title, he might be a top five player of all time. It just goes to show. Crazy stuff happens in the playoffs. Pressure mounts. You forget the timeout count. You forget. And you know what? For one second there, for a split second, Steph, who thought he was the smartest guy, you heard it there, he thought he was the smartest guy in the league. He's playing chess. Everyone else is playing checkers. Well, it turns out he was playing Parcheesi. He was playing Yahtzee. He's playing Go Fish. Oh, Steph. It happens. Hey, listen, it happens to the best of us. It happens. I'm not going to compare myself to Stephen Curry. I've had my fair share of flubs here on the pregame show with all of you. Very much so. I've had multiple times where the board isn't potted up in the back and I am on air talking to no one. Dead air. That's not good. It's not good at all. But you know what? Didn't end up costing me. Not yet, anyways. Oh, Matt Higgins not listening. And that did not cost Stephen Curry and did not cost the Golden State Warriors yesterday as they hang on to the victory. Steve Kerr, you heard Steph there. He took the blame for the timeout, and here's him talking about it after the game. We took the challenge, and when the challenge was unsuccessful as we were exiting the the huddle, that's on me. I've got to remind the guys we're we're out of timeouts. I didn't say that, and so Steph wasn't aware. So that's that's on me for not making that clear. And then on that play, we had all four of the other guys running to the other end, and they they hit Steph in the backcourt. We didn't have a trail man, so we've got to handle the pressure better. You know, late game, take care of the ball. But the timeout is uh, 100 percent on me 100 percent on steve but 
you just heard it from Steph there. He's like, I actually thought it was the smartest play ever. So, listen, credit to Kerr trying to take the blame, trying to be that fall guy. Shout out Chris Carter. But it doesn't end up mattering. It doesn't. A win is a win is a win. That's what we're all going to remember from this. Yeah, we'll remember Steph. Now, if they had lost that game, oh my goodness. Could you imagine the memes? It would have been unreal. I don't think the Warriors fandom could have take, taken that. The Golden Boy, Stephen Curry, becoming that kind of a meme, being down 3-1 in this series. But now, doesn't matter. It's all good. No one's going to remember this. Oh, yeah, remember that one time Steph like, called timeout and they didn't have one? Oh, yeah, they won, though, right? Yeah. That's what we're going to think about. It. Had they lost, whole different story, but they didn't. And now all that pressure shifts back to Sacramento. And again, I said it on Friday. I'm going to continue to say it today, tomorrow, and leading up to Wednesday. The Sacramento Kings had their chance to put a stranglehold on this series. They needed one of two in Golden State to go back home with the chance to clinch a second round berth. They blew that opportunity. And now all of that goodwill and momentum, it's gone. It's gone. That, that swagger, that confidence, it's gone. Sabonis, four games in now, he's an afterthought. And going into this series, you had two bona fide all-stars that you were confident in, De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis. Now you have one that you're confident in that's going to make the deciding play. That's going to be clutch. That's De'Aaron Fox. That's who you're going to lean on. It's Malik Monk now. And I just... If it's going to be all De'Aaron Fox now, and that's what's going to be the difference for the Kings the rest of this series, advantage Warriors. Because you know what? I can rely on Stephen Curry. I can rely on Andrew freaking Wiggins. God, how good has Wiggins been? you kidding me? 7-12 yesterday, 18 points, 8 boards, 3 assists, 4 blocks for Wiggs? you kidding me? How good has he been? I did not expect this from Andrew Wiggins. And if any one of you expected this kind of effort and performance after being gone for multiple months from live basketball, from NBA basketball, you're kidding yourselves. Andrew Wiggins looks like playoff wigs of last year. He's their second best player. It's not even close. Loon Dog doing what he does. 12 boards on the defensive end, 2 on the offensive end, 14 total. 8 points. 6 assists for Looney. And then Draymond Green. You know, I'm kind of bearing the lead here at the Draymond Green news. <laughs> Came off the bench. That seemed like after that game, it was like, oh, yeah, he came off the bench, yeah, whatever. But Draymond Green was actually the guy that asked to come off the bench. Here's him talking about it after the game. No. Um, you know, when I watch basketball, I, I'm studying. And I studied the game. I saw what was working, you know. And we won, you know. So I'm a firm believer in if something isn't broke, you don't fix it. You know, our offense was rolling. We played good defensively, really good defensively. So I didn't want to um, come back and just shake things up because I'm back. Like, that's not right. Jordan went out there. He played well. We played well. He earned it. You know, our team earned that. You know, you don't. There's a. Uh, a lot of guys who, you know, I mean, 11 years in, you start to feel a sense of entitlement. You know, like that spot's yours and starting is yours. And I, I, I never want to reach that point in my career where I feel entitled to something. Those guys don't don't fare well in the end. So just wanted to do what I thought was best for this team, and it was good for us. Doing what is best for the team. And yesterday, that was what was best for the team. Now, Steve Kerr kind of went back to that original lineup with Draymond on the starting uh, at the beginning of the second uh, half, but you know what? 
that first two, Jordan Poole, I think for the spacing, they got to do that. They got to limit the amount of time with Looney and Draymond Green both on the court together. It's just not good offense. It gets stagnant. You've got to be moving those guys around. Whether it's Looney on the floor, Draymond on the bench. Looney on the bench, Draymond on the floor. It's got to be that. Maybe in key clutch moments, yeah, both of them, if you don't need a basket, you just need the defense, sure. But it worked yesterday, and it's going to be interesting to see if they go up to Sacramento, is Draymond still going to be coming off the bench? Going to be very, very interesting to see what happens there. 888-957-9570 is the number if you would like to call or text. Warriors tie the series up at two games apiece. I think it's the Warriors series to lose now. What say you, Kings fans, Warriors fans, whoever is up this early in the morning, 520. Good morning, everyone, if you're just waking up. If you're just getting off work, getting ready for work, getting ready for school, getting ready for the week. It's NFL Draft Week. Kind of a ho-hum one here in the Bay Area. Niners obviously don't have a first-round pick. Will, will Trey Lance be getting dealt? That's a little interesting tidbit. Maybe dive into that a little bit more tomorrow with no Warriors basketball until Wednesday. Giants get a series split. That was nice. Good to see uh, Sam Lubman on the field, a.k.a. Brett Wisely. He was out there. Those luscious locks. Nice little series split there for the, the Giants. It's, listen, then NL West, I'm looking at it. It's kind of going to be a war of attrition. These teams are going to be taking out each other a la 2021 when it was the Giants and Dodgers, basically, but they were both just hammering up on the Diamondbacks and Rockies. No, 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 not this time around. It's going to be the Padres in the mix, the D-backs, they're looking good early, Dodgers, obviously, and the Giants. And then who all those teams is going to beat up on the Colorado Rockies? Because... As is always the case, each and, each and every year, it seems, the Colorado Rockies are not good. So we'll continue to talk about the Giants, obviously, as the week goes on. But it's all about the Warriors and Kings today. 888-957-9570. And listen, I know it could feel like there's a momentum shift as it pertains to Sacramento going up there. They, they might feel confident, quote-unquote, because of how that game ended, and they felt like they had it right there in their hands. You're like, you know what? They tried to give that game away, and we just couldn't take it. I think that bodes well for us moving forward. See, I just think the opposite. I think that's such a demoralizing loss. I feel like that is such a demoralizing loss to a young team that Dray- what Draymond Green said at the start of this series. He said, don't give them hope. And they did. That's what the Kings had last week. 2-0 series lead. Hope. Swagger confidence and where are we at monday oh the warriors are back it's tied 2-2 steph tried to give it the game away and we couldn't do it and now we have to win two out of three against these guys yeah we have two at home but you know what i just uh we had it right there now are they kicking themselves that badly probably not but in the back of their minds that's absolutely the thought process you just had Keegan Murray struggling those first three games, finally having a breakout one, the rookie, out of Iowa State. Or is it Iowa? Either one. Hawkeye. What are they, the Shockers at Iowa State? Cyclones, that's what it is. But Keegan Murray finally did something. Kevin Herter, he's not been showing up very well. One of four yesterday. Are you kidding me? Two points? Yikes. It's a plus 14, though, for those of you that love your plus minuses. Mitchell, 12 points. Monk, 16. It's got to be all De'Aaron Fox, which is kind of a scary thought if you're a Kings fan. I know you've been leaning on him 
And he didn't have the greatest shooting performance yesterday, but he was clutch when they needed him to be clutch. DeMontis Sabonis, if he's just going to be this average player that the Warriors have neutralized him to be, they have no shot. And credit to Kevon Looney, Draymond Green, they have made this guy work. And credit to the refs. I'm going to say it. I thought the refs, you know, if you're a Warriors fan, they had a pretty damn good game. If you're a Kings fan, you might not think as much. But they're not falling for the banana in the tailpipe of DeMontis Sabonis in the paint and flopping. No. Sorry if I startled anyone there at 524. But that's what he does every every single series, it seems like. Every single game. He's just flopping, flailing. And they're not falling for it. He's like, and then he's just crying to the refs afterwards. No. Get back on defense, buddy. What little defense you play. He has turned into an afterthought. The Warriors have turned DeMontis Sabonis into an afterthought. And that's kind of been the difference in this series up to this point, and I think it's going to be the difference in the series overall when the Warriors eventually win it. They have turned the Kings into a one-man band, and it's De'Aaron Fox and everyone else. And to beat the Golden State Warriors, we've seen it in the past. You need other guys to step up. Whether it was in 2019, granted there was injuries on the Warriors' front, but who stepped up in 2019 for the Toronto Raptors? It's Kawhi Leonard, obviously, and Kyle Lowry. And Fred Van- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And Vliet and Pascal Siakam. Those guys stepped up. Who stepped up in 2016? It wasn't just LeBron. Who hit that dagger shot? It was Kyrie Irving. It was Kevin Love playing that defense on Steph Late. Like, those are the series I look at and the losses I look at for the Golden State Warriors. That's how you beat them. It's with strength in numbers and using their own mantra against them. And right now, I just don't think the Kings have enough. 888-957-9570 is the number if you agree with that. We're going to take a quick break. Come on back. More Kings Warriors talk. Golden State outlasting the Sacramento Kings 126-125. to 125. This series is tied him back up to Golden 1 Center. That game's going to be on Wednesday, but we're going to be breaking down this game, Game 4, all day right here on 95.7 The Game. Don't go anywhere. Be here or be square. This is the pregame show. Joe Spadoni. Come on back. 95.7 The Game. On 95.7 The Game. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95-7 the game. Warriors take out the Sacramento Kings, 126-125, despite the best effort from the Golden State Warriors in that final minute. Almost collapsed, but they did not. Harrison Barnes misses a game-winning three-point opportunity. Series is tied, heading back up to Sacramento this Wednesday. And again, as always, we will have all that coverage 
right here on 95.7 The Game, the home of the Golden State Warriors. All day, all long, morning roast, Steiny Goo, Willard Dibbs, Joe Chassis has joined me for the crossover next segment in about, oh, 13, 14 minutes. We'll prick his, uh, pick his brain there as it pertains to the Golden State Warriors. And listen, a win is a win is a win. And I think that was a massive one. So much so, I don't think, I don't think they have a chance, the Sacramento Kings anymore. I don't. They had their chances. Games three and four, win one of those. Put a stranglehold on the series. They couldn't do that. They let the champs hang around. And now it's tied heading back to Sacramento. Granted, place you've been playing well during this playoffs, but historically in the regular season, they've just been kind of average. Now the Warriors on the road during the regular season and during these playoffs have not been great. They have not been able to close. So something's got to give. And will it give this Wednesday at Golden One Center? 888-957-9570 is the number. It's an MVP Monday. Who is your MVP of the sports weekend? We'll continue to take that. Seen a lot of Harrison Barnes chiming in from Golden State Warriors fans. I love it. I love the pettiness. I'm all about it. Shout out to Petty King. And we got some calls here. And you know the pregame show. If we got calls, we're going to take them at 5.33 a.m. Pacific time. Gammon is in Nashville and wants to chime in on Game 4. What's up, Gammon? How you doing, bro? I'm doing great. Thank you for receiving my call this morning. Uh, I just wanted to preface my statement that I am a uh, lifelong Kings fan. And I'm just so proud of the... Sacramento Kings. We're really hoping that they go, that this series goes to game seven. Um, you know, we've been kind of district, well, not kind of, we've been disrespected as a Kings fan like our entire time. Even if you're to Google, why did the Kings leave? It still has articles up there about how the Kings left or were going to Seattle, but we're still here in Sacramento. So we had to fight for everything that we had, including respect. And I think that's the biggest thing that we can come away from the series, being such a young Kings fan, is do we have now the, the NBA's respect, and more importantly, um, do we have your guys' respect? Thank you very much. Well, Gammon, Gammon, are you still there? I want to ask you a question. You still there, Gammon? Gone. It's all right. I wanted to ask him, I was like, the series isn't over yet. I mean, I might think it's over. I wanted to ask him, he sounded so dejected. Like, jeez. Yeah, you have your respect. You want more than that? Win the series. It's 2-2. You still have home court. Gammon. Nashville. It's what? Is Nashville three hours, two hours? Ahead? Three hours, right? 8.30 over there. Think. Yeah, who cares? Thomas is in Lathrop. Thomas, what's up, man? You're on 95.7 The Game. Hey, how you doing, man? Take care of me on the air. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, I, you know... Uh, the experience, you know, always comes to play with the Warriors when they hit the playoffs. They're a whole different team. You're right about the Kings. They really don't have, you know, the experience that we got. The only one is the coach for the Kings, you know, coming over from the Warriors. You know, he's the only one that got the experience over there, you know. Um, you know, we, we're just a whole different ball team once we hit the playoffs, man. You know, we got people to, to fill in. Like, I felt like Looney uh, filled in on game three. You know, I mean, he was all over. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought, to me, he was like, you know, you know, he made the big difference, you know, for us that game. You know what I'm saying? The Kings just don't have, you know, backup. You know, like you're saying, with um, like with the Lakers, you know, how they had people failing to beat us. And honestly, against the um, Toronto Raptors, man, that uh, championship game, man, if it wasn't for Durant and Thompson going down, man, 
you know, I think we would have won that one. You know, uh, uh, Steph Curry was only one one shot away from taking us to Game Seven. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I just think we have the more experience, and we'll get a lot further. Absolutely. Thanks, Thomas, for the call. That's Thomas and Lathrop chiming in here on the pregame show. If you'd like to call in as well, 888-957-9570. And this is where, to Thomas's point, experience starts to play a factor. Like, this is going to be the... Every next game in the series is going to be the most pressure-filled. And it got the best of a guy like Keegan Murray, a rookie, early. Now, he kind of finally broke through, and thankfully for the Kings, they're in a situation where they were up in the series, so they kind of... It was kind of okay that they allowed Keegan Murray to, you know, go through his growing pains in these playoffs because it didn't come back to bite them. Now they need him to keep playing well. And Kevin Herter, he's kind of been bad too this series. They need him to step up. If it's all on De'Aaron Fox, they are not going to win. It's not how you beat the Golden State Warriors. You have to have multiple players stepping up because that's what the Warriors have every single night in and night out. They have Stephen Curry dropping 32. They have Klay Thompson dropping 26. They have Jordan Poole in the starting lineup now dropping 22. They have Andrew Wiggins, two-way wigs, dropping 18. Oh, yeah, and you got Draymond Green coming off the bench now, getting damn near triple-double, 12 points, 10 boards, 7 assists. Oh, yeah, don't forget Loon Dog with 14 rebounds. Like, that's what you have going up against you every single night. You know it's always going to be Steph pretty much. The first two games, I'll say it, Steph wasn't great. His last two, though, he's gotten out of his funk. And as the series goes on, you're going to lean more and more on your superstars. That's Stephen Curry. And I know what he's going to do. And I know what Fox has done this series. What about that other quote-unquote star for the Sacramento Kings? DeMontis Sabonis. Where's he at? What's he going to do? Because for the most part, he's just been shut down, man. YouTube and Twitch is on fire. You can chime in there. Again, 888-957-9570. Apparently, the, the YouTube chat's already moved on. They've already predicted it's, it's Lakers, Lakers uh, Warriors next round. They've already moved on. See a lot of slander from Anthony Davis to LeBron James. Let's worry about the series for both of them. Lakers, they play tonight. They're looking to put a stranglehold on that series. Up 2-1. Tillon Brooks, don't poke the bear my ass. God, LVP of the weekend, least valuable player. Dylan Brooks gets that award. 888-957-9570. Han Solo, Dello, so much. He guarantees LeBron or AD will have a fake hurt debacle against Draymond next round. Han Solo is already... There's a lot of animosity towards the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's worry about the Kings fans for now. We do that. We worry about the Kings for now. I know I said we've already won the series... But let's just stay in the now. Past is the past. Future is future. All we can do is focus on the present. Heartbreak Dizzy and Hayward is joining in. Wants to talk about the Chase Center crowd. What's up, Heartbreak Dizzy? Hey, morning, guys. How you guys doing today? Great, man. Uh, yeah, well, like I, like you said, man. The, the reason for my call, I was just, I've been kind of, I've been at the, I've been at both home games, and I've been kind of really disappointed in the crowd, man. It's Nothing compared to uh, Oracle. There was a couple of times that the, the players, was, you know, Curry took his mouthpiece out the, the third game, and like everybody makes some noise. And I'm like, I tried a couple of times throughout the game, and it's just nothing compared to Oracle. So the only thing I can say from our fans is that we got to step it up when we're at home, man. Heartbreak, dizzy. So where uh, where were you sitting? What section were you in? 
I was actually, I'm actually pretty fortunate. Uh, I'm Mr. Fab's manager, the rapper. So, oh hell yeah, let's go. He's sitting down low, so I mean, Davis. Was, even then, you know, there's a lot of it's a little different history when it's at uh, in San Francisco. There's a lot of tech people there, a lot of rich people there texting on their phones, not even watching the game. So that's one thing I could say. If we could step it up on our end, man, it would probably make a big difference. No, for sure. That's a good point. That's heartbreak dizzy from Hayward chiming in on the crowd. And listen, it, it's it's difficult because I'm not at the games. I, I got, As a father of two, I got to watch the games at home. But just from the home perspective, it's hard to gauge the atmosphere. So when a guy like heartbreak dizzy calls in, it does kind of give me a little taste. And it's not the first time I've heard that. You know, a lot of people were dissecting Stephen Curry, trying to wake the crowd up last game in game three. And he was still trying to, you know what, come on, get it together. Like, what are we doing? Like, we don't, do I need to tell you to start getting excited? So that, yeah, that kind of throws off some bells, throws some bells out. Like, is this Chase Center crowd, like, that dead in comparison to Oracle? Now, nothing's going to be Oracle. To Heartbreak Dizzy's point, nothing's ever going to be that again. Oracle was Oracle. You, I'm not going to say move on because you'll always have those memories. But Chase Center is here to stay. And... Yes, it is the hottest ticket in town. It's an expensive ticket, and people will be getting in that, let's face it, aren't totally all locked in on the Warriors all the time, aren't locked in on basketball. They're going there for the experience. And it's always going to price out the littler guy. But Warriors fans that are there, make some noise, man. Get into it. Get off the phone. Star break Dizzy's points. Come on. And I expect the crowd as these series move forward to get louder and louder. It is the first round. I did expect more Kings and Warriors fans to be at opposing arenas, but maybe they are just uh, complacent for uh, staying at home and not wasting their time in three and a half hours of traffic during uh, the week. Phil in San Jose, before we hit the break here, wants to chime in. Phil, you're on 95.7 The Game. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Spadoni. Yes, sir. Hey, so check this out. Uh, I agree with the previous caller about the crowd because I listen to all the games on the radio, and you could hear the difference. Um, but I want to talk about Draymond Green and his stat. Uh, he was 5 for 15 when he was guarding the Kings. In the second half, as a primary defender <clears throat> excuse me, of uh, Mr. Fox, he shut down Mr. Fox and made him 2, two of 7. So if Draymond can keep doing that, I, I think we'll, we'll take game 5. Uh, he's a, he, for all his issues and his drama, he is a, he's a great defender. He can cover a lot of people. For sure. So. That's Phil. Sorry not to cut you off there, Phil, but I am up against the break, and uh, we got the cross you over next to Joe Shasky, so I had to uh, let you go there. But appreciate you calling in, Phil. As always, the number is 888-957-9570. Ness and Santa Clara, hang on. We'll get to you on the other side. Joe Shasky joins me next on the Morning Roast for the Cross Chover. That's all coming up right here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pregame show, Joe Spadoni. Warriors take out the Sacramento Kings 126-125, to even up the series, heading up to Sacramento on Wednesday at Golden 1 Center. Joe Shasky's going to join me here in a second for the crossover. Joe Shasky, the morning roast. He's fired up. Real quick here, uh, before I get to you, Joe, I want to take Ness, who was waiting on hold through the break in Santa Clara. Ness. Elliot? Yeah, NES, baby. Come on. What's up? Hey, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, 
I'm not hating on Draymond at all. Warriors fan here. Love the win. Love Draymond. Just from the from the outside perspective, someone looking at the box score, they could see uh, uh, they're looking at the personnel. Let's just say to get a little specific, very technical. What they see is Draymond and GP2 didn't play in Game 3. And then Draymond, and I'll, I'll leave GP2 out of it. Draymond didn't play Game 3, and Draymond did play Game 4. And the difference in score was kind of, Kind of big. Um, I don't know what's your guys' uh, perspective on that fact right there. And then also just uh, one thing on the caller saying about uh, the noise difference. I could hear it on TV, guys. I was watching the Knicks game. Those fans are fired up to the maximum. Every possession when they were on defense, they were getting a defense chant. It was all game. Like, those Knicks fans, shout out to them, man. They, they're on another level. Us Chase fans, we got to get it together. Thanks for taking my call. Go Warriors. What do you think about that, Joe? There was an interesting there was a caller a couple of callers ago talking about it, as Joe Shasky joins you now for the crossover as he does each and every Monday through Friday at five forty five. Catch him on the morning rows from six to ten Monday through Friday as well. But it is interesting. And I'm not gonna compare the Chase Center crowd to freaking Madison Square Garden where the Knicks haven't won Jack in I mean, so long. They're this feels star- like their finals. There's exactly they're starved for this. Like yeah. that's a different kind of level. Like yeah. and that's why you'll notice in Sacramento, they're starved for this. The Warriors yeah, you'll start seeing it ramping up. You know why? Because they expect to get past first round. But having said that, it is kind of noticeable. Is it? It's a little bit, but I, not, I but not so, so much so to where like, who cares? You won the game. Here's my like I, that's like that's the thing. Ultimately, the, like, the, are we really like going to dissect the crowd that much? And I was surprised about like multiple callers talking about the crowd because you won the game. So like, is, is it really that much of a factor? Like really? I uh, I just it kind of was in the Lakers Memphis Grizzlies game. They Dylan Brooks was shook early in that there's game. There's a lot that, of things that make yes. me angry. I am not wasting energy on reacting to the crowd and determining. To me, it's a haterade energy just to begin with because there's this like false narrative that like oh Oracle was we believe Oracle. It's never going to be throughout like the entirety of its run. It's never going to be that again. Like this. Dude, uh, it, dude, and here's the other thing. We we and look, I'm a Warrior fan. We supported. We did support the team. I used to be able to walk up on opening night with with cash in hand and be able to get a ticket for fifty bucks or less yeah. in a good spot in front of Oracle on opening night. This thing that like, oh, we were selling out no matter yeah, what. The, 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 yeah, not, we're great fans. Why do we have to do comparative shopping on the noise level and decibels? Uh, to me, it's just weird. Weird. I think. I think it, it's a simple. It's a strong argument. It's a simple me. answer, actually. I think it just goes back to the Oakland versus San Francisco thing. I think that's usually what does okay. that. That's at the root of the problem every single time. Okay, that's usually what. It, but it's stupid because the Warriors are the only team in the Bay Area. You could, should all be uniting. Right? Every sports fan uh, can relate to. Everyone feels priced out at some level. The diehards. Yeah, guess what? This is big business. Yes. Like, that's what the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NFL has become big business. That's what the playoffs always is, too. Oh, you no doubt. Yeah. I mean, again, this is not exclusive to what the Warriors are going through. Yeah. You know, like, look at the Patriot crowd after year 11, year 12, year 13. To say it's as raucous as it was in year one and two, no. it's probably not as a, true. There is a fatigue factor, to your point. I don't like, know about fatigue, I, but like... I, I'm gonna. I'll say it then. I think there is enough. Like so, yes. for example, for example, like, like, like round one isn't gonna do it for you. Like the Western Conference Finals versus the Los Angeles Lakers. And I know, but yeah, just bear with me. Or against the Phoenix Suns, if you will. Absolutely. That's gonna be nuts. Yes, round one against the Kings. It's 
Maybe it means more to the Kings fans than it does the Warriors. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But like uh, the way I'm looking at this thing is like, uh, to me, it's a straw man argument to be like, oh, they're slightly louder. And during timeouts, is we're wasting energy. Dude, we're watching one of the greatest players of all time, Steph Curry. I don't know how much longer he'll be this Steph Curry. I don't know. Maybe he ticks down a little, whatever. And that ended. That could have been one of the most horrific losses. I was going to say, speaking, oh my of, God, speaking of Steph God. Curry, I don't know if he's going to be like this forever. How are we already seeing the signs of diminishing returns? Steph, uh, dude, okay. pulling a Chris Webber. I lost ten Spitting years against the of Kings. My, I lost ten years of my life in the final what seven minutes of that game. Oh my god! The JP, they, they get a stop. JP's and the whole bench. Like I watched it, the whole bench is like, "Go, Clay's open." I don't know if they're pointing to Clay in, in particular, but like he throws it ahead, and everyone collectively is like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> What are you doing? Jordan Dibs. And he had a great he had a great game because JP was awesome. I thought he held off their run over and over the and over again. Are, the starters are awesome yesterday. He was. And yeah. um I just man, and then and then they had multiple five point leads where you were like, Okay, this is the possession to put them away. And to the King's credit, they either got a stop, the Warriors got a got a good look, but not a great look, or maybe rushed the possession. And then there's that sequence where basically that's CYO 101. Guys, to break a press uh, in certain situations, pass first, pass, pass. number one. Always pass. Number two, you have to have guys to pass too. And so last line, uh, whoever inbounds the ball technically is usually your, your trailer on a play. So what you try to tell people, like one of the principles of breaking a press, if you inbound to your best free throw shooter or whomever, right, and they're going to come and trap that individual, he has to have what I call to be the trailer or a, 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 a weak, excuse me, a weak, a leak out guy who the inbounder then can receive the ball back if you trap them. Because yeah. usually you don't, especially at a higher level, you don't. Don't defend the inbound. It's like a hot potato almost. Absolutely. Yes. Or there's got to be somebody crashing to either the sideline or the center of the court to be another option to throw to. And in those situations, pivot, pivot, pivot. Keep your keep the possession alive. Don't get trapped in terms of getting doubled up for a for a jump ball. And then him calling timeout. I mean, it's just like you got to be kidding me. They hit the free throw. They hit the three pointer. It ends up being a four point possession. It, you almost wanted a turnover in that was, situation. It was so bad, and it was. And what was even worse? Thank and, God. It just thank God it, it worked out. It worked out, and I, I no one's coming down his road enough. De'Aaron Fox wasting all that time on that final possession was so well, odd to me. I, like I get he wanted to play like no, I'm going to say hero ball, yeah. but they threw him to the backcourt, and he took his time getting up. Call a play or something, man. Like, you have to get him or Monk an open shot. Harrison Barnes, Warriors fans were clapping their hands that Harrison Barnes was taking that shot. I and was, I get I it. It was, an op- it was an open shot. And I, and I know the Kings fans yeah. and people, or the Kings players, like, oh, we're doing that 10 times out of 10. Harrison, we have so much faith in look. This. Great. He stinks from three point land. I know. He I, does. If your heart didn't stop. <laughs> Like I'm just I I I thought it was a great Harrison look. stopped. He thought he was gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna show them. We're gonna take this series. Well, and I feel bad that all the memes and everything that's coming out on Harrison. He like, was my MVP of the sports weekend on MVP Monday. I got no ill will toward Harrison Barnes. No, I got none. I just no. don't, I can't muster up anything. I like I like Harrison, but De'Aaron Fox that situation. I mean, Wiggins was contesting the entire second half. That guy, the amount of high degree of difficulty shots that he hits are unbelievable. I underestimated his shooting stroke. It is unreal. Every time it leaves his hand, I'm like, that's going in. I underestimated his stamina this series. Are you kidding me? Just building his way up? Like... I say what you will, but the guy was out for a few months just not playing like NBA basketball, let alone, I don't know, pickup games or whatever. 
but how good he has been this series has been unbelievable, and he looks like the second best player, like he did in the playoff run last you, year. You can make an argument, uh, you know, that Darren Fox has been the best player. Oh, I know Steph no, Curry's yeah. been amazing, yes, but he's been he's been unbelievable. Oh, thank God, Clay had a good game yesterday. Oh, yeah. I, I still think there's more for Clay, you know, like but he had a really good and he game. He did. He had clutch I, shots. Yeah. yeah, big time clutch, big clutch yes. shots. Uh, I thought Jay Plea played great. Obviously, the Draymond going to the bench is going to get a lot of headlines, but I thought that there were a lot of little things that the team did really, really well in this one. And I think credit to the Kings, they got a Keegan Murray game. They did. You know, maybe he can build on that and play better. That was better. big for his know. confidence. Yeah, that was a big game for you his know, confidence. And I thought Malik Monk played played pretty well uh, in that. The one thing that really frustrates me with Monk and Sabonis, they foul hunt like no other. Sabonis has one move. Shoulder down, I'm going to put the elbow right into you, and I'm going to try to go up. He feels like a, a relic from He's, the time he, a generation ago. He's been, and that's why I mentioned last week, he doesn't have a three-point shot that kills them. Because at least at that point, if he's making that like thirty five percent clip, like that gives him at least another layer that they could lean on if they need a shot or something. Because no one's going to go out there like a loony or whatever is going to go out there, and that gives him another element to respect that that shot. But he doesn't. And listen, I just think he's been exposed this series. Demontis Sabonis has been absolutely exposed. You think so too? I don't. Because I do too. I do not think that. De'Aaron Fox can handle all of this load on his own shoulders if they want to win this series. They need another guy to step mm-hmm. up. And it's been Monk for a few nights, mm-hmm. but you're asking Malik Monk, who's a bench player most of the time, mm-hmm. to do that. You need Sabonis to do something, and he hasn't. Yeah. Like, and that's why, ultimately, I think the Warriors are winning the series because they have a, a Wiggins. Yeah. Thompson. And Wiggins Poole. didn't even have a great offensive game. No, but then you look at the final sideline, it was 7-12. I know, I and know. He just was as efficient as but hell. it didn't feel like it, it right? It doesn't feel like that, but you know what? When the when they need a bucket, he gets one. No, I agree. They need a bailout shot. He's oh. been awesome. I'm not, I'm not hating on no, Wiggins. No, 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 I'm no. just saying it felt in the fabric of the offense. Totally, but you just look up. He's like, oh, they need a bailout shot. Oh, Wiggins, jumper. There you go, mid-range. It's yeah. in. It's like it's just like a Kobe game. Whenever you needed him to make a mid-range jumper, he would give it to you. That's Joe Shasky running up oh. against it. Golden State Warriors, 126. Sacramento Kings, 125. Start lining them up for the boys. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Start lining up those calls. Series is tied heading back to Sacramento this Wednesday. And again, all that coverage right here on 95.7 The Game. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni. Morning Roast up next. Right here, 95.7 The Game.